manic, pertaining to or affected by excessive excitement or enthusiasm, phrase. This is Manic Mindset. It's time for another Manic episode with Haley and Lynn. Join us each week as we dive down the rabbit hole of navigating life while being hyper-focused on success. Our Manic moments are where some of our best ideas come from. We not only embrace the chaos, we thrive in it. Hey guys, welcome back to Manic Mindset. And today we're going to talk a little bit about changing your habits to change your life. I love it. I love a good habit. Mm-hmm. Um, I do believe, and I know we've talked about this in another episode, but I do believe in healthy habits and addictive habits. I feel like people be like, oh, you have an addictive personality. I feel like everybody has an addiction to something. It's just whether or not it's healthy or not. You know, if you are addicted to working out and eating healthy and having good daily habits opposed to, you know, I don't know, smoking crack. Mm-hmm. Um, that's a bad habit, right? Yeah. So you can have good habits and bad habits and you can have an addictive person. I believe if you have an addictive personality, you can channel that in a way to thrive in life. You know, what's funny is I feel like I do have addictive personality, but it's in phases. Like Eric will start playing like a game. Like let's say he starts Candy Crush, right? And I'm like, what are you playing? I don't want to play it. I want to play it. And then finally one day I'm like, oh, I'm bored. I'll download it. And then I'm obsessed with it for like a month. And then one day I just never open it again. <laughs> like that's how I am with a lot of stuff. Like it's just funny. Like I'll get real into a show, have to watch it religiously. And then one day I just never look at it again. <laughs> I only want this kind of yogurt, like have to have it everywhere we go. It's my thing. And then I suddenly I don't like it. Like, right. Oh, I was so like I that. Remember kind of with phases. agave? Oh my gosh. Yes. I ate every day. Now I can't stand to look at it. I'm like, yeah. I can't do it. I find something. I ride it till the brakes come off. <laughs> yeah. Pretty much. Pretty much. You know, and developing a, a healthy relationship um, with facing your challenges, I think that's like the first, for me, the first step, um, facing my challenges and how do I, what, what do I mean when I say developing a healthy relationship with it? Um, a lot of times when I am mapping out what my day is going to look like, um, which is a habit of mine, I like to make lists. I love that. It's it's important for me. Good sticky note pad will change your life. Oh, I know. And <laughs> I used to avoid the hard things. Mm-hmm. Avoid, avoid, avoid. Now I try to tackle those first because everything else is like mindless stuff I can instantly do. It should take out for that. six days, six weeks about something. When you finally do it, it took you six seconds. Yeah. <laughs> well, and I was getting to a point where I was like, I knew this has to be done by Thursday and I would wait till Thursday to do it. Instead, mm-hmm. now I do it on Monday. Mm-hmm. Get so it it's done by Thursday, you know? Yeah. And I'm, I'm developing a healthy relationship with myself um, and my inside of my mind to basically say, take on the hard stuff first because you know, it, you're, you don't avoid it. You're mm-hmm. not avoiding that. Um, and then creating just your day-to-day habits of what your life looks like, I think is a huge staple in my life and how, how I'm successful. I have a thing, a things that I do every day, you know, yeah. wake up, personal development, these things, this 
that, you know, whatever that you've made it is. habits. That I've made habits. They're my habits. And now I just recently over the last couple of months incorporated working out three days a week. So that is a habit. I don't, I don't miss it. Mm-hmm. I will tell people, no, I have an appointment. Mm-hmm. You think I'm going like, well, even if someone thinks I'm going to the gym, they're like, okay, well, no, that's important. My health is mm-hmm. important. And you get to decide what matters. Mm-hmm. Not them. Yeah. And I think that that's part of creating a healthy habit. Um, the food that we eat, like I like to eat whatever I want to eat and I'm not going to stop doing that, mm-hmm. but I'll tweak it. There's a foot long hot dog that I freaking love. <laughs> it's so good. It's chili and cheese on Every it. Every time fire. you send that picture, it makes me want to barf. Oh, it's so <laughs> good. So it's so good. But, but I takes... won't eat the bread. Yeah, that's good. Compromise. You know, I'll compromise mm-hmm. with, with whatever, you know, I'm working with, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. I think it's important to know if you Google how long does it take to form a habit? It's two to three months. So give yourself grace. Because maybe it's like, I want to work out, but like, you know, this, that keeps coming up, blah, blah, blah. But if you keep at it, and maybe I couldn't make this one, so I'm going to add it in here. If you adapt it in a way that you're still making time for it, even if you have to change it, if you still make it a priority, it becomes a habit. Just stick with it, and eventually it's second nature. It, it's a staple of how you get through on the through the day. It'll become a part of your personality, for yes, sure. Yes, if you are always putting something above it, then yeah, of course that thing is going to become the priority, but it has to be your habits. If they are good and you like them, mm-hmm. they have to become your priorities too. And you're the only one that can sabotage that. 100%. If you keep moving the same thing, if every time it's time to work out, you move it, You've already decided that's not important. So yeah. why is anybody else going to treat it important? But I think an important thing is to always keep your dream in the forefront. Because if you're, maybe you've, you know, you've taken our social media class or you've gotten into YouTube and you're like, this is my priority every day I do this. And then one day you realize like you're only focusing on that and all the other stuff come, is coming on the wayside. Like you're not keeping your dreams in the forefront. Mm-hmm. Like that is supposed to fuel your business or fuel your storefront or whatever it may be. And if you're just worried about like, gotta get my content up today, so much to the fact that you put up crap content that doesn't relate to anything and doesn't do anything for anybody, you're kind of missing the point there. You're missing the mark. So keep your dream in the forefront. Remember what your purpose is, what your why is, and make those mini steps to get there. And you said mini steps. When you are looking to change habits to change your life, it doesn't happen overnight. You know, that takes a lot of work. It takes a lot of um, essentially educating yourself. What does that look like for you? For me, when I am creating habits, purposely creating habits, because I have a purpose when I am creating them, like Mm -hmm. I'm adding something to my life that I want to incorporate. Because it does this. Because it does this. Yeah. So like, for instance, everybody always laughs. You do four workbooks? You do Mm -hmm. four of those? What could you possibly do? Well, I started with one. Mm Mm-hmm. And then I added another, and then I added another, and then I added another, which granted only takes me 15, 20 minutes, mm-hmm. but it's a part of my habit. Yeah. I read this book, you know, um, called Make Your Bed. I make my bed every day. Now, it might not be a crisp, clean make, but mm-hmm. I straighten up my sheets, I straighten up my bed, straighten up my pillows, because that's also where maybe I'm organizing my stuff for the day right there. And that's like my workspace almost. It's weird to think of it like that, but I incorporated that habit two years ago. Mm -hmm. If I don't make my bed, I feel like I make, I'm really out of whack now mm. because it's part of my daily habit. Then I won't leave the room until certain things are done, right? So now I'm leaving the room. I'm going out before I might not switch the laundry, just doing dishes. But now I switch the laundry. 
And then I'm like, okay, now I check my emails. Now I do this. Now I do that. So little by little, I have started to create and add to these habits that are healthy, just like going to the gym. I, when I wake up and I get ready for the gym and I do all my other habits, I take a pre-workout drink and then I make myself a shake for when I get out of the, the gym. And those things I had to incorporate. And they're all related. Mm-hmm. Like those things help you with your workout. And then getting up and getting your workout out of the way helps you achieve what you need to do for the day. Mm-hmm. And I feel like you're very big on like the mess. Like the messy stuff messes up your mind. Oh, so 100%. for you, if like your bed's messy, you can't focus. No. <laughs> and it is. It clutters my mind. It clutters my brain. It mm-hmm. just, it makes me feel unsettled. It makes me feel like I haven't accomplished anything. And it's overwhelming when it's like your space is like that. Yes. And it really goes down to, if you've ever read that book, it, it's about like you can say that you've at least accomplished this. Mm -hmm. So for me, the probably the first three hours of my day when I'm taking things off that I typically do that help me develop and grow and be successful and change my life for the better. Those things are daily staples that I have to do now in order to be, to feel like I can say I at least accomplished this. Yeah. If I were to go my whole entire day and then I come back in my room, I'm a little disappointed if I haven't made my bed Mm -hmm. because I didn't accomplish that. Do you think about it all day too? Like if you leave your house and you know you didn't make your bed, does it bother you all day? No, it doesn't bother me all day. It just bothers me in the moment because I I really sometimes have to make a conscious decision. Like you do not have time for this now. Mm -hmm. Most of the time it's because I have been interrupted with something else Mm -hmm. and that's why I am unable to do that yeah so I think a cool idea is to always take your initial vision and kind of turn that into your mission statement so if you have like we you know we've talked about before an episode if someone comes to you like have this motivation they have the drive and they have this idea but it's in like the theory stage right and you want to help them and you're like that could be a thing that's a thing and you're you're a great person to do it like I'm going to help them kind of achieve that take that vision turn that into your mission statement and your mission statement is what you're going to live by Mm -hmm. so it's what you revert back to for everything your why is probably wrapped up into that yeah so reverting back to that and same thing with keeping your dream in the forefront knowing where you stand remembering the reasons why you make these intentional decisions and form intentional habits sets you up for success Well, and I think it's okay to give yourself some grace too, because you're not always going to be in your daily habit every single day. Things Mm -hmm. are going to come up. Things are going to happen. Things are going to change. I get disappointed in myself if I go a week without doing my, my, my books. Mm -hmm. I can't tell you that I do it every single day because I don't, I get in and out of habits, but what I do was that I truly believe that some people don't is they have a hard time getting back into their daily habits once they're Mm -hmm. out. I I have never had a problem getting back into habit. Mm -hmm. I usually know that I'm not in habit, probably a little irritated that I'm not. And you're probably missing it on some level. I'm missing it because Mm -hmm. I don't feel focused. I don't feel centered. It's that gravity that holds me in the center that makes me feel like I am ready to achieve things. Mm -hmm. I feel like my mind is better prepared for other people. And I know that, we talk about all this stuff and people are like, man, it just feels like it's a lot. Mm -hmm. I'm a very busy person. Yeah. I sell a lot of real estate and I take great pride in it. 
and I am still able to give myself to people. Mm-hmm. And I have to be able to do these things and get back into habit sometimes in order to mentally process and be able to still have a life where I don't feel like I'm drowning. Like I'm, I don't want to feel like I'm a duck on water, yeah. right? Just your feet just underneath and the you look human cool, body calm, and collective on top. That. Yeah, no, it's not. not. And so you have to give yourself some grace. It's okay to get out of habits as long mm-hmm. as you know how to direct yourself and get back in them. When you finally have some downtime and you're like in another sprint, mm-hmm. you need to be able to redirect that. There are times where I'll come out of it. I typically always make my bed or straighten it. Uh, but again, there are certain things like I did not have time to load the dishwasher this morning. Mm-hmm. I didn't have time for it. I had to prioritize it. I was already going to be a few minutes late. So I was like, I can't do it mm-hmm. until I get out of the house. It, it frustrates me. And then when I was yeah. out, I was like, it's not a big deal. Someone else will take care of it. Mm-hmm. If you need a dish and it's not clean, you're going to wash it yeah. or you're just not going to have it. Yeah. But I mean, think about how we talked about it takes two to three months to form a habit. Imagine doing all that work, right? You spend, let's say, three months making working out a priority, making eating healthy priority, making your journaling a priority. And then on the fourth month, suddenly life gets in the way and it's real busy and this and that. And instead of being like, let me get back on the horse, it's like, well, ruin that. I guess we're done with that. Like imagine all the time you've wasted forming that habit, making it a habit. You're going to fall off the horse. You get back up and you stay on track and you continue it to be a habit or you throw in the towel and then you've just wasted time essentially. You've done all that work in training your brain, doing these things. It's just like teaching your kid expectations. We're not going to, you know, throw down the floor. We're we're not going to be out by the pool. We're not going to do all these things like teach the dog, you know, go bathroom in the house. Like those things take time. So put yourself in that shoe. Like imagine how much effort it takes to teach somebody or something, someone else, like a habit. Mm-hmm. You've done that. You've done it to yourself. And sometimes you're not aware because it's yourself. Right. Of all the hard work you'd put in. And don't be so quick to throw that away. Yeah. And, and it starts with a small habit, mm-hmm. a small daily habit. If your thing is making your coffee, yeah. Every morning. That's your that's your thing, right? Some people, coffee in the newspaper was my grandmother's thing or my grandfather's thing. That's like your little moment to yourself. That's your moment. That's your, the start to your day. That's how you have to start your day. Mm-hmm. And if you don't start it like that, sometimes it doesn't feel right. Yeah. Because you miss an important habit in your life. I truly believe the first hour of your day and how you start it is the most important part. And I used to get like train wrecks come right into it. You don't get your time. Mm-hmm. Um, I started putting my phone on do not disturb until a certain time. Mm-hmm. I cannot be disturbed during these times. And the reason I can't be is because I cannot move forward with my day the way that I need to for other people if this time is interrupted. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's okay to add a small thing each time. That's what I would do. I wouldn't try and incorporate all these habits at once. Yeah that are supposed to be huge life-changing habits because you're most likely not going to do well. Yeah, You're going to fail and you're going to be frustrated. It takes small things at a time for those to become your daily habits and your priority of your life. 
I think one of my big things that I do is like the nighttime sabotage. Mm. Like I stay up real late and then I'm aggravated in the morning because I got to get up early. And I'm, you know, I'm exhausted. My eyes are puffy. I'm like, why do I do this to myself? Or we'll watch a show and we'll look at each other like, oh my God, it's one o'clock. Like we're going to bed. But I feel like that's the only time I get time for me. Mm-hmm. That's the only time I get to sit down. The kids are in bed. So they're not like essentially up your ass, driving you crazy, right? It's the only quiet time. It's the only time I see Eric. It's the only time I get to watch TV. Like but I don't disagree with that. Mm-hmm. People were like, even from our team, would message me at 10, 11, 12 at night. No. Mm-hmm. I don't answer it. I don't yeah. look at it. There is nothing that I can do right now that's going to change tomorrow, mm-hmm. that's going to change the outcome for tomorrow. And I've worked all day. I get up yeah. early in the morning. I've spent my entire day working. I'm not working right now. I'm not looking at this. I'm not answering it. I'm not mm-hmm. responding to it because I'm mentally done. Mm-hmm. I'm shut off at this that point. That battery's drained. It's so drained. Mm-hmm. It is how deady, you know? And I feel like it's very clear. Like I sometimes like I'll put my phone on the charger and it never fails as soon as you sit down. Some one of the sounds goes off and it's like an email <laughs> or a me. text yeah. or like there's that little, like little yes. Facebook message all night long. But like you will know if there's an emergency, right? Like sometimes I stress for a minute and I'm like, should I get up? Should I look? Am I missing something? Do I have FOMO? Like what's going on? But then you'll know. Like someone's going to call you nonstop if there's if someone's in danger, if there's something bad has happened. Like yes. they're going to come kick your door in. Like so I really just have to remind myself if it's important, they're going to call Eric. They're going to come to my door. Like I don't, I don't need to get up and see what the message is. Like it's okay. Anybody that really has something that's like crucial and time sensitive has my phone number. Well, there'll be times where, I, I mean, I'm trying to get a hold of him like, hey, I got to call Eric now because mm-hmm. I do need to talk to her and I'm getting ready to go into this meeting and I'm not going to be able to tell her before this or whatever it is. And, and I will. And you know, like KJ's bombing your call because he's in the middle of a game. I know. <laughs> I would be like, why'd you keep hitting ignore? Why aren't you answering my calls? KJ has it. He kept hitting ignore. I'm like, oh, a little yeah, turd. He's trying to watch the show. Yeah. Hey, that's how I keep him in the shopping cart. Okay. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> but yeah, the nighttime sabotage is a big one for me. It's real bad. And then I used to tease Eric, like he'd be that person. He'd get up for work and he'd like set like six alarms. And I'd be like, what is wrong with you? Like now you've woken up the whole house and you're still not awake. Um, damned if I don't set six alarms now and it's snooze, snooze. Because for some reason it makes me feel like I'm getting more sleep. But you do, you'll have those things that you sabotage yourself. So be aware of them, try to change them, and just make the new habit. But I definitely think you have to make habits that benefit you, move your business forward, are good for your family, are good for your mental health. And I think habits also impact everything that revolves around your business. If somebody is, let's say in real estate, right, they're a top producer, they get all these clients, these crazy clients, and then you start meeting these people, you start knowing people, and you're kind of like, Oh yeah, you use this person. Oh, I won't use them again. Why? Well, they never really invested. Never really heard from this or that. You might be great at that initial thing and looping people in, but if you can't have return clients, if you don't have return on business, if you don't have people that will put you on and you left a good taste in their mouth, you're not doing the things you need to do to help your business. Make habits. Do you think it's exhausting sometimes to be like, okay, it's May, let's look in the May folder who's getting an anniversary card? Who's doing this? Who's doing that? I just left the school. Every single staff member from the principal to the lunch lady to the custodian to the teacher, everybody got a handwritten card with something personal. Just like a thanks. Great to know you. It was like a, hey, thank you so much for your help with this. Hey, I'm going to miss this, blah, blah, blah. You have to do that work Mm -hmm. and you have to make those habits. And it's nice because in turn, you become known for that. 
Right. You become known for being someone that took the time to care. She knew my name. She remembered this thing, you know, this or that. And that's a, that's an intentional habit that I make to make sure that everyone feels like they're treated equally for me. Everyone, you know, gets the same respect and what I do for one, I do for all. So I feel like if you make that intentional habit, it will come back to you tenfold. hundred percent. When you also are thinking about like changing your habits and, um, like changing your life, one of the things that was big for me was delegating versus micromanaging. Oh, that's a good one. In the beginning, I used to micromanage because I wanted it. I felt like it had to be done a certain way. And I wanted to strangle you. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I feel I feel like I'm better at that now. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I will delegate it. What will piss me off is if I delegate it and I have to and I follow up on it and it's not completed or not even started. Now, you want to see me go to zero to 10 in a hot second, Mm -hmm. that's what will do it. Because if I put trust in you and I delegate something to you, Mm -hmm. even, and I'm not even talking to my team, Mm -hmm. my husband, if I tell you this needs to be done just in general and I have to follow up and you're like, no, I forgot, like, what the fuck? Well, that's someone not forming good habits, right? Yeah. Be upfront, effectively communicate. I can't take that on right now. If you just yes man somebody to death, you've pissed everybody off, including yourself, and you've done yourself no service. If you're like, hey, I need a food truck for this event. Can you take it on? If I really don't have time to take it on, what business do I have saying yes? Right. Like if I have time to take it on, absolutely. Handle it. It's done. It's easier for me. I'm in this group. I got this contact, whatever it may be. If I can't take it on and I say yes and then I forget about it or I don't work my contact or I just don't do it and then you delegate me and don't micromanage so maybe there's no follow-up and then the day comes and you're like, where's the food truck? What are you talking about? What are you talking about? Like, then it's this whole thing. So then it's kind of like, then that person's mad they didn't follow up, but they're mm-hmm. trying to give grace. So just be upfront. If you can't take on something, don't take it on. No, I agree with that. And one of the other things that I did that I think has helped is I do a shared notes um, checklist with people. Mm-hmm. And when I do something, I check it off. I'm huge on a checklist. And when that person does something, they check it off. And because it's shared, I know that they're actually doing it. Mm-hmm. And if we're getting to that closer to that point where I feel like mm, nothing's getting checked off, I will follow up and just say, hey, I, I've noticed that this has not been checked off. Mm-hmm. Um, do you have an update on it? And yeah. sometimes like, oh, just forgot to hit the check mark mm-hmm. or I'm waiting on this. I'm waiting or, on this yeah. or I'm not getting here. And that what that's how I've been able to step away and not micromanage as much as by, you know, just get implementing the proper tools. Mm hmm that I need to feel confident and have that trust. And if you drop the ball, then I probably won't call mm. on you again. And maybe that's what someone's looking for. Yeah. But um, yeah, you really have to be good about picking out the right people to mm-hmm. do the, th- the, do the, to do the task. Like that's no one's going to pick me out for, um, you know, a spreadsheet. You ain't, mm-hmm. you ain't picking me. It's not gonna be me. Yeah. You know, if you want some shit to get done though, mm-hmm. and you want a hard worker, yeah, you're gonna pick me. And that's crucial, especially if you're in like a team aspect like we are. Like, you can delegate all day long, but if you're not picking the people that it makes sense to delegate to, like, that don't even that don't make no sense. Yeah. That don't make no sense. So if like lives really good and really quick at social media, Canva, whatever it may be, hey, make this flyer, get it done. This is that. If, you know, Amanda can schedule out two months of posts on Meta, done. Like, 
you're you're gonna ask somebody else to do that and they're gonna be like what the hell is meta (laughs) right like so if you are not intentional about how you're delegating and how you're dividing that up you're doing yourself a disservice yeah and you also have to understand when you're micromanaging somebody for a while there i didn't realize that i was doing it and then i kind of I mean, I was told that I was doing it and then I was like, oh, I didn't realize that I was doing that. And I really felt bad about it. And now I'm like hyper aware and like when I do do it or how I'm acting. And sometimes I'm like, no, I am micromanaging right now and mm-hmm. I know it and I'm fine with it. Yeah. And I'm doing this because-, because this is because I have to do this, mm-hmm. you know. So I think that that can be very tricky because you get into these daily habits that you feel like are good and you're adding in, you know, delegating or whatever it is. And then you're micromanaging that because you've created these habits. You got to just be really careful because it can Mm -hmm. be a very slippery slope because habits also can create, um, for me, they can create anxiety, Mm -hmm. which then fuels the micromanaging. Yeah. So I ha- I do tread a very a very fine line on adding too many things to my daily habits because they become just so they mm-hmm. have to be just so and when you get into that mm-hmm. it, that's when the delegating um, has turned into micromanaging because you need things just that way yeah and sometimes you have to especially like being a team leader you have to navigate your people right like. If you're like, hey, can you do this? And I'm like, sure. And I don't put it in my phone. I don't write it down. You know damn well it's not getting done. I am somebody that I know about myself and you learned about me like, hey, this is the deadline. This is what it may be. Know those expectations, especially if it's your spouse, your teammate, your coworker, someone that you're in that trench with. Play to their strong suits just like you can play to yours. I need this done, but I need it done by Wednesday. If you can't take it on before that, I'm going to go ahead and move it down the chain, whatever it may be. So get to know the strengths and the weaknesses of the people you surround yourself with and you're doing this business with or this life with because it's going to skyrocket your success. And if you just task it to somebody that maybe is not capable of that, whether they're aware of that or not, the ball gets dropped. But I think something important is for habit-wise is adapting to new things. So being able to adapt to, let's say, social media, new platforms, shifts in where your audience is shopping or researching those things. Maybe for the past three years, we've done everything on a Facebook story. Well, maybe next month the algorithm changes and suddenly no one watches stories. Is it beneficial to you and your business to stick with the habit of consistent daily stories? No. It's no longer serving you. It's no longer doing anything. So stop allocating time to it. Adapt. To whatever it may be. Maybe it's now Facebook is obsolete like Facebook was. So now I've got to learn how to do Instagram better. Right. So you have to be able to adapt because being stubborn in your habits does nothing for you. No. And there are people that are stubborn in their habits. They mm-hmm. truly believe it. We do not look through the yellow books anymore mm-hmm. to get listings yeah. and clientele and stuff. We don't do that. Yeah. And so some people are so set in their ways. I have been around people where they're like, if you want to be successful in this business, this is what you have to do. This is how you have to do it. And this is what you have to wear. And if you're not showing up and at the office, um, then you're not going to be successful. And I'm like, that's ridiculous. You know, yeah. first of all, I do my daily habits and stuff and they're working out just fine for me. Mm-hmm. Um, it's like people that say, if you don't go to church, you're going to hell. Yeah. I might believe in God, but I don't have to be at church to do that. Maybe I'm praying all morning at my house. You don't know that. Like, right. Be 
self-aware and give grace to people just because it's not being done your way doesn't mean it's not being done. And I feel like back to the delegation, there's a time and a place for that, right? Like if it is, like you said before, like if I'm going to delegate something to you, if it's going to take me two hours to map through how to do this thing so that you're doing it right and there's no room for error, there's a time and a place. And if I have to sit down and spend two hours on teaching you how to take this thing on because I'm so micromanaging because it's something that there's no room for error, maybe that's not the appropriate thing to delegate. But if I can delegate you know, the food shopping to my husband, the social media post to this person, if I can get my kid a ride to practice, I then have now freed my time to focus on that thing that has no room for error that I know would set up for self-sabotage if I delegate it to somebody else. So be intentional about how you move through delegation, what your expectations are, and be very intentional in saying yes and saying no. And that's a wrap. If you like what you heard, make sure to like, follow, and subscribe. And as always, you can listen on Apple, Spotify, and more. Don't forget to check us out on YouTube for video podcast. We'll see you next week.